the 2019 Game Awards. Sounds like fun. It was three hours. So, did you watch it? Did you not? Well, regardless, we're covering it on this episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast. So right off the bat, there was so many games there. So many games being announced, so many games being nominated, and so many games winning. In fact, when I broke it down, I have six pages worth of notes. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into all the games or anything like that. This is just kind of a launching off platform to let you hear what was there, what was nominated, what won, and if you want to hear more about any particular game, that means you should probably leave a comment down in the comment section, or hit me up on Twitter, at DerekGNC. Okay, so let's start off with the biggest thing this year. Game of the year. There were quite a few games nominated. Six, in fact. Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. All of them have really good standings there. I mean, I think the only ones that I have not played is Control and Death Stranding. Everything else, I actually already own. And to be honest, any one of them could have taken the title, and I would have been like, okay, cool. Because, you know... All of them are actually really good. Resident Evil 2 is probably going to be spawning the resurgence of the Resident Evil franchise, especially being remade. Here's hoping that we get Resident Evil 4. Smash Ultimate, you never can go wrong there. Outer Worlds, it's the best Fallout game since Fallout 2. And uh, Sekiro Die Twice, it's a From Software, Dark Souls, Bloodborne-style game. And you can never go wrong there. Control and Death Stranding, I don't really have a whole lot of experience with them. Death Stranding looks like a walking simulator, but I know it's not. And Control is like a really offbeat, weird kind of game. And I've heard nothing but good things about it. Well, what ended up winning was Sekiro. Some people are complaining that it's not as accessible This brought up the accessibility argument once again, and to that I say, not all games are for all people. There are some games that are, and some games that aren't. What the game developer chooses to make is up to them. And Free Market says, if it's not accessible to everybody, well, you're not going to win that part of the market. Regardless, they won Game of the Year, and I applaud them for that. It's actually really good. It's really tough. Not my game, but it's really tough. So, up next is Best Community Support. This one, I gotta be honest, I was a little bit disappointed with the winner. The people who were cont- who were uh, up nominated were Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Surprisingly, Fortnite did not win. Destiny 2 did. And I can uh, kind of agree with that one. And disagree with that one. Destiny 2's support is pretty much like, oh, thank you for letting us know, we'll get right on that. 
Whereas Final Fantasy has a pretty strong uh, patch cycle. That being said, I am 1000% biased because I'm all for Final Fantasy XIV. It's my go-to game. So, you know, I have a bias there. But sadly, this was not the only time this evening, that evening I should say, that Final Fantasy was given the shaft. But we'll talk about that when it comes up. So, up next was Best Score in Music. Cadence of Hyrule, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry 5, Kingdom Hearts 3, and Sayonara Wild Hearts. Of those games, I had never heard of Sayonara Wild Hearts. Maybe that's just me, I just completely missed it. Uh, Music-wise, I had no clue what it was. Again, being me being absolutely biased, I thought Cadence of Hyrule should have won, but Death Stranding won. And after hearing Churches, I can 100% agree with that decision. So, there we go. Best score in music, Death Stranding. That's not the only time it won this evening, though. So, best narrative was A Plague Tale Innocence, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, Outer Worlds. I really hope that you're used to hearing some of those names, because God, we will hear it over and over and over and over. But, for this one, Disco Elysium won. I've not played it, so I really have no strong opinion, one way or another. Of those games, I've actually only played Outer Worlds. And it's a Fallout game, so narrative is maybe not its strong suit, it's pretty much driven by the player. Best fighting game, I'm sure you'll be shocked by who won, but there's Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, and Smash Ultimate. I'm actually legitimately surprised that Mortal Kombat didn't win, and I'm 100% not surprised that Jump Force didn't win. What did win? Smash Brothers Ultimate. I can actually agree with this one. It bridges the divide between casual and hardcore fighting game fan. So, I can agree with this decision. Best audio design? There was nominated Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro Die Twice. So, what won? Call of Duty. Not 100% surprised, because Call of Duty is so popular. But, at the same time, they've also got all the reload animations, all the music, all the, all the environments. So, I can 100% understand this. It's not always like, yeah, but, you know, what are you going to do? Best strategy game, Age of Wonders Planetfall, Anno 1800, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Total War Three Kingdoms, Tropico 6, and Wargroove. Fire Emblem won. I'm super actually really pleased about that one. Fire Emblem is an amazing game. Fire Emblem is probably one of the top strategy games that I can honestly think of in a very long time. The next thing is content creator of the year. Uh, a lot of these, when they say content creator, what they actually mean is streamer. Uh, regardless of platform, although Twitch was widely uh, represented here. So you've got Jack Courage Dunlop, Benjamin Lupo, Dr. Lupo, Solek Wheeler, Soleil Wheeler, Ewok, David Martinez, Griff, 
and Michael Grzetsky, Shroud. Unsurprisingly, Shroud won. Truthfully, it was the only one I'd ever heard of. Now, my wife had heard of Ewok, but that's because the, uh, she is actually a deaf streamer, so that falls readily within my wife's wheelhouse. It's outside of my wheelhouse, that's probably why. So, best art direction, and I am blitzing through all of these. Six pages worth of notes, three hours of show, I'm sorry, three and a half hour, because there was the pre-show that started some of these. So, we're just going to kind of go through blitzing through. Best art direction, control, death stranding, gris, I'm sorry, grease, Sayonara wild hearts, Sekiro, and Link's Awakening. Surprisingly, Link's Awakening didn't win. Again, biased, control one. Uh, everything I've seen, it looks beautiful. So, art direction, I can see it there. Best action game, Apex Legends, Astral Chain, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, and Metro Exodus. Surprisingly, Call of Duty didn't win. It was Devil May Cry 5. So, I'm actually really kind of surprised by that. Because Call of Duty is so widely popular. Games for impact. Games that weren't just games, but that actually had an impact culturally. Or maybe the developer did something different, or they told a different type of story. So, there was Concrete Genie, Grease, Kind Words, Life is Strange 2, and Sea of Solitude. Grease won. Wholeheartedly okay with that one. Best Family Game was Luigi's Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World. Well, I think that Nintendo stands a good chance of winning this one. Surprise, surprise, Luigi's Mansion 3 won. And we actually did a review of that game if you want to go give that a listen. I actually really like the game, and as far as the family game, I can agree. It's a really good family-oriented, good-for-the-kids kind of game. Best sports racing game, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel, Dirt Rally 2, eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer 2020, F1 2019, and FIFA 20. I don't care about racing sports games, but Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel won. Best mobile game. Call of Duty Mobile, Grindstone, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sky, Children of the Light, and What the Golf. Well, being as Call of Duty Mobile is the only one I'd actually heard of before this evening, it's going to have to be Call of Duty. And sure enough, it won. Best Multiplayer Game, Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, and Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Apex took this one, and I'm okay with that. I'm actually really happy with that. Uh, of the Battle Royale games, it's probably one of my favorite. Tetris is a classic, but, you know, it's not going to be there. I don't think I've ever seen Tetris win anything. Best ongoing game, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, and Rainbow Six Siege. Once again, Final Fantasy XIV was given the shaft, and Fortnite took the crown. Best VR AR game. Asgard's Wrath, Blood and Truth, Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, 
Trover saves the universe. Beat Saber took it. Beat Saber took the world by storm with VR. It is probably the one game for VR that makes me want to buy VR just for one singular game. Best performance. Ashley Birch as Pavarotti Holcomb in The Outer Worlds. Courtney Hope as Jesse Fadden in Control. Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz in Gears 5. Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff in Death Stranding. Matthew Portarella as Dr. Casper Darling in Control. And Norman Reedus as Sam Porter Bridges, Death Stranding. Well, Death Stranding took it with Mads Mikkelsen. Surprise, surprise. He wasn't able to accept this one in person, but it was pretty cool to see. Player's Voice. Death Stranding, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Star Wars Fallen Order, and Smash Ultimate. Fire Emblem took it, and I'm happy with that. I love Fire Emblem. Fresh Indie Game. Disco Elysium, Grease, My Friend Pedro, Outer Wilds, Slay the Spire, and Untitled Goose Game. I gotta be honest, I was a little sad the Goose Game didn't win, but Disco Elysium took it. So, that's kind of cool. Best role-playing game. Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy XIV, Kingdom Hearts 3, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, and The Outer Worlds. I had two games up on here that I was rooting for, and neither of them won. Disco Elysium took it. Disco Elysium was cleaning up this year. Best independent game, which is weird that it's not the same as the fresh indie game, but whatever. Baba is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Worlds, Untitled Goose Game. Again, Disco Elysium took the title. Best Game Direction, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and Outer Wilds. Death Stranding, it took it. Death Stranding and Disco Elysium kinda cleaned up this year. Surprisingly, not surprising. <laughs> Best Action Adventure Game. Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Link's Awakening, Sekiro. Sekiro took it. Sekiro won several awards this year, including Game of the Year. Now we're getting into the eSports. So I'm just going to run through these because I don't follow eSports that closely, although I do follow it closer than regular sports. Best esports game was League of Legends. Best esports co coach was Zonic, Danny Sorensen. Best esports event, 2019 League of Legends World Championship. Best esports host, uh, FA Deportes Jokes. Best esports team, G2 Esports. Best esports player was Buga. That was all the awards. That is a lot of awards. That is 15 minutes worth of awards. So before we get into the game uh, announcements, let's go ahead and hear from our sponsor. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. 
They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. Okay, so there are several games that were announced and shown, and we got trailers, but there's not a whole lot to go off of. So I'm not going to like go dig deep into these unless you down in the comments say, hey, I want you to talk about this game because there is also a lot of games that were announced and there's new trailers for stuff and everything like that. So we'll get through this rather rapidly and you can let us know what you'd like to hear more of. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, Maneater, Humankind, No More Heroes 3, that looked fun. Final Fantasy VII trailer, also looked great. Joker and MK11, the Xbox Series X, that's the console. Then you've got Hellblade 2, Senua's Saga, Godfall, Bravely Default 2, Warframe Imperium, Magic the Gathering Arena, Control, Official Expeditions, Sons of the Forest, Ruined King, A League of Legends Story, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Weird West, Magic Legends, Ghost of Tsushima, Gears Tactics, Naraka Blade Point, Black Desert Mobile, New World 9 to 5, The Wolf Among Us 2, The Elder Scrolls Online Elsewhere, Skyrim, Asgard's Wrath, and Fast and Furious Crossroads. That is a lot of games. So many games. And if you only talk about things that have not been talked about before, well, you're going to have a smaller pool, but they didn't really go into the games. They had a trailer, which trailers are great, but a trailer does not tell you about the game. It tells you what they want to tell you and shows you what they want to show you, but maybe it doesn't actually show you the game. I mean, looking at you, Anthem, just saying... You can be sold on a trailer and be sold a cow, but you were, you, you were sold on the idea of a unicorn. So I, I don't get super pumped for trailers unless it's something that has already been talked about, showed, demoed, and things like that. If it's not, right now it's just an idea. It's a pre-rendered idea. Maybe it's an, even an in-game engine idea, but... Right now, they're just ideas. There's nothing concrete. Some of them don't even have release dates other than holiday 2020, which is a year from now and is too far away for me to get excited for when there are so many games in between then and now. So, I mean, there's quite a few games that I'm like, oh, I'm going to keep an eye out for. If there's alphas or betas, I'm going to sign up. And there's games that I already play that's getting updates things that I know about. I mean, the biggest thing for me was consoles. Um, Xbox Series X is going to be out next holiday. PS5 is going to be next holiday. So I'm like, okay, start talking about that because I'd like to know what release titles you're going to have. If you're not going to have strong release titles, I'm not going to get it immediately. So uh, it's just basically going to be flip a coin or figure out which one has the better release pool. 
which one's more backwards compatible, which one has more of what I'm looking for, because otherwise it's going to be pointless for me. Yeah, I'll probably end up getting both at some point, but only one gets to be my first new gen console. And they got to fight for it. It's not just going to be a, I'm an Xbox person or I'm a PS4 person or PS5, I guess. It's not. It's an earned position. So earn it. Do what you have to do to get me to be on board with it. That's all I'm saying. So there's a lot of games, a lot of titles, a lot of awards. There are so many games that I'm actually looking forward to playing coming this new year. Um, cause I, I, I'm, I'm always looking for new things to stream, uh, whenever I'm not streaming Final Fantasy. So maybe these are things that I can do, but we want to hear more from you. What do you want to hear us talk about from this list? I mean, do you want to hear more about Ori and the Will of the Wisps nine to five? Let us know, please, 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 please let us know down in the comments below and wherever you're listening to this don't forget to rate and and share this with your friends uh this is only possible through people like you listeners like you the more we're reviewed the more that people are able to find us the more you share it the more we're able to do the more uh we're actually more reaching to people and seeing what we can do And if you can think of a guest for the podcast that you'd like to hear from, let us know as well. We're always looking to work with other and new people who might want to get their voice out there. We've had several guests in the past, and we're going to have several guests in the future. I hope more than just several. So, until next week, we hope that we hear from you down in the comments below or on Twitter at DerekGNC. And uh, until then, have a good one. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time. Bye.